to Supercharge Your Business, the podcast that supports you to grow your business, take action and have more freedom. I'm your host, Nicole Louise Weiner, business coach, mentor and strategist, and I'll be sharing with you pitfalls, challenges and growth tips, as well as actionable insights and the truth behind business success. So make sure you listen all the way through. Prioritizing your work week with ADHD. Now, as someone who is ADHD myself, I know this can be really hard and If you're in the unmasking stage of your journey as well, this can be really tricky as you're starting to test and figure out what works for you. Maybe things that worked for you before in an employed position or when you were, you know, in previous years for you may not work anymore. And that is absolutely okay. And today I'm going to be sharing with you a number of things that you can start to think about to try to prioritize your work week in a way that feels better for you rather than trying to fit into a mold of what everybody else says you should be doing, which is probably more of a neurotypical perspective and guidance that's out there. I know this can be challenging, as I said, as I have ADHD too, but there are some strategies that have really helped me and continue to help me to stay focused and productive, which is what I'm going to be sharing with you today. This episode is slightly longer than my other podcast episodes, which I know for people with ADHD, you're probably listening to this on 1.5 or two times speed anyway, but just bear with me as there are some really juicy nuggets in what I'm bringing to you right now. So number one, in terms of prioritizing your work week with ADHD in your business is creating a really clear schedule and time blocking where possible. So time blocking for people with ADHD doesn't tend to be as easy as it is for a neurotypical person because so much of you being able to take action and to be motivated to take action depends on your dopamine. So what we want to do is to be able to set up your schedule to deliver some of that for you to Fill your diary with things that also make you feel good, as well as the things in your business that you need to do that maybe are a bit more challenging that you put off because you're like, well, that doesn't feel good and I'm not going to enjoy it. So I'm just going to delay and I'm going to delay and I'm going to make excuses. So think about breaking down your work week into specific time blocks for different tasks, which can be personal and also for business. Allocating time for tasks that require your focused attention for tasks that are more routine or administrative and having a structured schedule can really help you stay on track. It's why I love having fixed times that I see my clients. So calls with my masterminds and Inside Evolve, which is scheduled about six months in advance. So I'm accountable to when I'm going to show up. I can deliver very clearly. I know that I'm not a morning person. So most of my calls don't take place before 11 o'clock because it means I can have a low dopamine morning. It means I can do some other things that need my attention first if I am coming online before that and, and coming to sit at my desk or wherever it is that I'm working. And making sure that this is working for you. And I would encourage you to think about what your best times of day are generally if there's any patterns start to track and think about that as well base this on when you generally feel most productive most energized and most motivated so that your dopamine hungry brain is more likely to take action based on those things and remember to leave space now With the leaving space, with leaving the white space, if you need to put a block of time in there that says, leave space, don't put anything in here, recharge, whatever it is, that's also fine. And the other thing around this in terms of these spaces that you're creating is this time blindness I'm going to come on to a little bit later. In terms of setting timers to keep you accountable, I am not a massive fan of the Pomodoro technique, which is around 20 minutes is recommended to be able to get into a task. For me, it takes me longer than that to get into flow. And by the time I'm in there, I don't want to come straight out again because that's not a happy place for me to be. So start to think about what that kind of looks like for you. A lot of my clients, it works at around 40 minutes. So you can have about five minutes to kind of get in, maybe seven minutes to get in, do the thing and then come out again. And make sure that you're keeping yourself accountable. Timers can be really useful for that. Making sure that you're removing distractions, which we're going to talk about later as well. But we want to be able to to really feel this hyper-focus and time blindness 
in a good way to be able to support your business growth. Making sure that you're scheduling short breaks as well throughout your day, as I said, to recharge movement, mindfulness exercises as we were talking about in, in a few episodes before this can really be helpful to manage those ADHD symptoms as well and to, to reset that nervous system. The second thing around time management and ADHD is using task lists, but not in a traditional to-do list kind of way. So outlining tasks in order of priority and what feels most urgent for you, where you have the most motivation to do those things as well. Consider using digital tools, if you like that kind of thing, that allow you to organize your tasks and set reminders. This way, you can tackle one task at a time and avoid feeling overwhelmed without going to the hundreds of tabs that you have open on your computer, which is me, by the way, I have so many tabs open on my computer, on my phone, but we want to be thinking about making that smaller. So where are we going to focus and just focusing on that? Personally, I love to write down all of the ideas that are in my head. And then I go through and I highlight what I need to do first. So that way I'm not missing anything. The third thing in terms of prioritizing your work week with ADHD is breaking the tasks into smaller steps. So large tasks can feel really overwhelming and really daunting. And time blindness means that it's hard to know when and how long something's going to take. So what happens is instead of just taking that first step, you don't do it at all. You completely avoid it. So instead of doing that, break the tasks down into smaller manageable steps and completing these smaller manageable steps will mean you have a sense of accomplishment. That dopamine in your brain is going, yes, this feels good. I feel good for accomplishing this. This is really good. So then you can make progress. Then you can do more of that without it feeling overwhelming and stepping back and feeling like there's you know, something's going to go wrong. So for example, around this, something that comes up for lots of my clients is creating lead gen, okay? So funnels and thinking about, okay, maybe I've got a lead magnet I want to get out there. You've got a nurture sequence you want to you want to put out. You want to do all of the automation and all of that. The first step is the idea. The first step is the idea. We need to have the idea down. Then you want to decide on a format right? You want to decide on what that is. Is that going to be, you're going to record videos, you're going to do audio, you're going to do a podcast series, are you going to um, do a download or a checklist? Like, is it an ebook? Like, what's it going to be? Then write a framework for it. So start to think, okay, I'm going to do five pages of this. I'm going to do three recordings of this, like write those down and then do those step by step, right? So then you can start to think about breaking these tasks down. So instead of thinking, oh, I need to sort out my lead generation, I need to sort out my need lead magnet, my nurture sequence and everything else, start to break it down into smaller tasks in the order that they kind of need to be done as well so you can start to check those off and feel good about them the fourth thing about about this is minimizing distractions which i know can feel good to have the distractions it's that brilliant procrastination where your brain's happy to kind of flow and go in and out of of what you need to be doing but creating a dedicated workspace that's free from distractions is really important. Now, if you're like me, you have 500 million notebooks and your desk can be a bit of a mess away from what people can see from your camera. Even if I look down now as I'm recording this at my desk, like there's so many pieces of paper everywhere because I'm in a position in my business right now where I'm strategizing and I'm thinking. So there's lots of creative ideas all over the place, which is exciting, but it's distracting. So think about how, what you need and how you can give yourself that in terms of less distraction. So for me, I put everything in a place that I kind of can't can't see it and then I can get that pile out again. It may be that you want to close the tabs that are open on your computer. It may mean that you want to turn off your notifications for your emails, for your social media so that you can't get any phone calls. Whatever it is, it's going to help you to stay focused in a good way. So allowing your hyper focus and your hyper fixation to come in and work as a strength. Using apps can be really helpful if you need them to block social media, for example, during work hours, if that would help you. But I know if you run an online business, this can be a bit more tricky because obviously that's part of your marketing as well when you want to be able to check in. You don't want to forget that it's there. When you give yourself permission for your brain to flow and focus, it's way more effective. And this is really personal to each and every person because 
you know, this shows up so differently for every single one of us, not only just across the genders, as we know, in terms of between men and women. And, you know, we're not naughty schoolboys, and that's not how ADHD shows up for us as adult women. But this is really individual to each individual human as well, which is really the beauty of psychology and individual differences. But remember that managing ADHD when you run a small business requires experimentation as well, which can be exciting to be able to find what strategies work best for you. Be patient with yourself and make adjustments as you learn more about your personal productivity patterns too. The other thing that I would say here is to consider professional help. So if you find that your ADHD symptoms are significantly affecting your work, of course, reach out to your GP and see if there's any support that they can give you there. And if you're listening to this and you're ADHD curious and you're thinking, oh, some of the things you're saying there, Nicole, I actually find quite hard. Have it, let's have a chat. Come and join one of my masterminds. Come and join Evolve. Come and come on one of my retreats. Let's see how I can support you and create that personalized, tailored strategy for your business and your life to support you to thrive. I would love to talk to you. Before we go, let's recap what we've covered today. Those things around prioritizing your work week with ADHD. Number one is about creating a clear schedule and using time blocking where it's possible for you to do that. Number two is around using task lists in a different way to how neurotypical people probably and how you've seen this recommended before. Breaking those tasks down into really small, achievable, manageable, dopamine-giving steps. And number four is about minimizing distractions. Thanks for listening to the Supercharge Your Business podcast. Before I go, show me some love for your new favorite podcast by leaving me a review and hitting subscribe. And to connect with me, search Nicole Louise online over on socials. Bye for now.